0: all right thank you everybody welcome to the adam king show my name is adam king and i am joined by my guest matt belinsky today unfortunately we are having some technical difficulties by our associate producer rock breath and so we are going to substitute the meme portion of today and uh get into some me offensive memes with matt i guess we'll do you know just like free flowing off the cuff you know every uh Every setback yes, is so really an opportunity. Just
1: how off the cuff, Adam, what are we looking at here?
0: You know, I'll tell you, Matt, um, before we get started, I got to ask you, are you an MMA f- fan? Uh, not really. Never, never really landed with me. It never was? No, not my did thing. You, did you hear that Andrew Tate and Paul Logan are about to go head to head in the ring? do you mean? Look, that's how much I know about it too.
1: Yeah, I think actually, is it Jake Paul or is it Logan Paul? I think it is Jake Paul.
0: Actually, shows you how much I actually know about this. But I think this is such a cool thing. It's like, you know,
1: Uh, I I, listen. I'm not an MMA guy. I never. I've watched a couple of them that I enjoyed. That I say, okay, I could see why people are into this. I'm not particularly, but I also can acknowledge the excitement that, you know, what the Paul brothers have done um, in making fighting interesting again, because, because people had lost a ton. I mean, no one had interest in, in professional boxing any longer, and a lot of that had shifted to MMA, but the Paul brothers in becoming legitimate fighters, because they're legitimate. I mean, they might not be yeah. world-class, but they're pretty good, right? Um, and bringing their kind of, it's like the colorful influencer um dynamic meets the fighting dynamic and that is actually garn you know generated a lot of interest so i respect that and tate similarly like dude said some interesting things dude said some stuff that makes me roll my eyes but i get that he is an intriguing character and i think he was also a victim of this ridiculous mustering of the entire media social media and corporate apparatus to mm-hmm. try to deperson someone and uh, which i think is you're almost, talking about
0: Andrew Tate?
1: Yeah, I think is nearly never justified. I mean, unless someone is a violent criminal, only in that case could I see it. So, all right, he's interesting to me in that vein. So, sure, why not? This is interesting.
0: So, um, I'm super, like, uh, I, I really, I, I dig the vibe. And, like, I, I think it's also cool when, like, influencers kind of step out of their their role. And and the only reason I brought it up is because I was watching the Instagram square off earlier and i want to show you this because it's just like it's just it's badass dude it's such badass stuff here let's see if i could get this on (laughs) it's just badass dude seeing them like square up like that right sure I, i mean they are like straight up going in the octagon to put their money where their mouth is Andrew Tate, who's constantly talking about masculinity, is really going up. And insta- and honestly, I think Lo- pa- what's his name, Paul Logan? Logan, Logan Jake, Jake Paul, Jake Paul, whatever. They're the Paul brothers,
1: so Jake Paul.
0: He's fought before, right? And he's won. Yeah, no, and he's, he's won. He's I think it's to Andrew Tate's credit, is what it really is. is about to me. Sure. Sure. Anyway, so let's get into some offensive memes because our audience loves the meme segment. They just really get into it. And let's get this up. I have a special file for you called Bolinski memes. Okay. Can you imagine what's, what surprises that has in store for us. <laughs> so the elections just came, obviously. hmm Donald Trump Jr. with the win. Congratulations, Pennsylvania, on John Fetterman. Can you believe this John Fetterman shit?
1: Sure, but Donald Trump Jr. is playing himself pretty well, just like he played himself when he tweeted out far too, um, uh, too preliminarily uh, a bloodbath in regards to the midterms, and it turned out to be nothing of the sort. And it's like, okay, it's cute, Donald Trump Jr., but you seem to be, uh, when you lose elections and you pedal these types of memes you just look like a sore loser sorry you got to win if you want to really dump on the other side
0: all right well let's talk let's talk about it let's just jump straight into the real subject of today are, are, is there voter fraud going on in this country are you uh, one of these people that still believe that voter fraud is like this ta- it, taboo it matters. rarely it matters. Occurring it thing.
1: matters what you consider to be fraud right if, if there's fraud as in people are falsifying votes and ballots, uh, much like someone would would forge a signature um, and utilizing an apparatus to be counting votes and then coming up with these forged fake ballots um, and counting them uh, in in contravention of the law as they need to, I'm a little skeptical of that. Um, Is there manipulation of rules and ballot collection um, in terms of ballot harvesting, absolutely. Um, what do you think about Arizona?
0: Have you, you paying attention? Yeah,
1: paying attention. Yeah, I'm paying
0: attention, and I also know some Democrats don't is- have to show up to debate. They don't have to even fill an auditorium with any any sort of rally. I mean, Republicans are making the, these banging the, rallies the left and right.
1: right. The things, the thing that things that you were saying are not evidence. That's not evidence. Okay. I'm
0: not suggesting evidence. I'm no, not pro- yeah, I'm not producing evidence. Here's the thing. Here's I'm produ- I am producing. i am showing abnormalities in no, the process there's, there's that are producing astronomical results. Yeah, but they're it, not but no 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 no. no let's not. focus yeah. on LA.
1: Let's focus on LA. Let's take it off of Arizona for a second. The
0: topic. You can't change the topic. I'm not here. changing the topic. I'm using a different example to prove No no my no point. no. We'll get we'll get to that example in a minute. Okay.
1: I know some pretty high status Republicans who've been deeply involved in the Arizona elections. And that includes lawyers, uh, uh, people who are running oversight organizations who have their nose all the way up what's going on in Maricopa, okay? So they're there. Then you have to assume, you have to to, to uh, believe that there is voter fraud, right? Not as opposed to manipulation and unethical uh, uh, End arounds the it, some rules that
0: are not good rules. That's a different slightly different. Well, Maricopa story. County, Definitely. there's both. There's yeah. voter fraud and there's voter suppression. So, so
1: somebody, so somebody, no, it's not voter suppression. When it, they it,
0: reject twenty five percent of the ballots, that's it, and they say that the yeah, tabulator machines in specifically Republican areas are not okay, working. So, so that's voter suppression. So, so
1: there are the Maricop- that's a felony. The Maricopa County Recorder, the Registrar in Maricopa County. Is a Republican, so you have to explain to me why that Republican's in on
0: it. Well, let's all let's understand no, 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 one no, no, thing. No, no, no. I'll I'll give you a greater example. Is that the Secretary of State is Katie Hobbs yeah. running for governor, who's committing the vote? She's the Secretary no, 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 of State should have recused herself. Have why didn't show, she recuse herself from the show?
1: You have to show. What is she doing? What is she with a registrar in that county who uh, is more? It, it has more direct oversight of the election, explain to me beyond the circumstantial motive of her being in this position, you have to explain to me what the Republican registrar in that county is or is not doing. Until you can do that, all this stuff about voter fraud sounds like just the most vague, unproven sour grapes. So if you want to go and prove that, if you want to go and show me, okay, what this, what this Republican registrar is or is not doing, who runs the election in this county, right? Then I'm happy to believe you. Until you do that, you have a big gap in your claims that you need to fill in. And I'm tired of people leaving these gaps in their claims and then expecting me just to ignore them. That could be true. There could be absolute abject fraud, as opposed to what I do believe is happening, that the Democrats have a far better machine to go ahead and collect uh, mail-in ballots that are sloppily and recklessly distributed uh, around a state and manipulate the system in that manner by all means i do think that's happening in fact Dad, i, I want to address one point because you're making
0: it. you're making several points at once and making it really hard to respond so okay. i want to i want to just address directly, i want to address one point there's no reason to respond i want to address one point well it's talk show so we respond to each other and we further conversation we illuminate uh, ideas the sure, ideas to share okay, Adam, ideas not quick, to, not to de- i know but
1: i'm just real quick if you if people if you continue with a direct question and this is not you this is a lot of people and this is where this conversation so often does not go anywhere when people were at, when people suggest and you say we're building a case and everyone said this isn't a criminal courtroom well if you want to build a case for anything uh, even rhetorically you have to treat it like a court okay so when someone says there's a gap in the logic or a big gap in the evidentiary record in making this claim you can't just Dive, divert from it. Okay. And the, the libs do this. Republicans do this. So if there is a claim that that was required to be filled in for a claim to be deemed accurate,
0: I, I just don't see the point of people keep on diverting. Okay, we on. get it. We get it. You don't like it when people can, can say there's voter fraud. Now I'm going to address your claim. You made like four or five claims. You know, I know sure. for our audience, I'd like to let everybody know that Matt is a lawyer. And uh, this is the type of behavior you want in hiring a good lawyer: someone who will talk over everybody if they have to, and just steamroll their way to the finish line. But you're for scholarly, for scholarly topics about you know voter fraud and stuff like this, um, we have a problem in our country, and the country is actually people like you. And I'll tell you why: it's because, like, you take you take this position. You don't even want to hear the word voter fraud unless people come with substantial evidence. Let me ask you a question. Did you see Dinesh I rec- D'Souza? No, I don't want
1: to hear anything without substantial evidence.
0: Did you hear? You have to, Matt. You, go, no, you, go, no, you go out with a girl. She's going to give you substantial evidence when you're talking to some girl that you're going out on a date with. No, yeah, you like crazy. what do you do? Oh, I, I'm a I'm a I'm a doctor, yeah. yeah because you're not coming up are, and saying I'm a phlebotomist, you know yeah, what I mean? It's simple. like that, those yeah, you gotta let there be some room enough. for a conversation here. No, no, if you're making know, a claim, if you're making well, here's the thing: when you make your you claims, I'm trying enough. my you best to, to let you I'm trying my best to let you say your whole point. When I make my claims getting like i'm I'm better than normal i mean i'm getting like 20 25 words in but no, then no, we, you're kind of like storming voter over voter let fraud, me finish like, my point please it's not at all what i said okay it's- let me finish my point please and then we'll move on to a different subject sure um the claim that i have to provide substantiated proof in order to just get you to admit that there is vast irregularities that are happening in the election is where the problem is because just the it just the illumination of such irregularities should have a good man like you saying wow this really needs to be investigated it's not adam king's job to provide matt balinski with all this evidence it's us as americans our responsibility to say hey something funky is clearly going down in front of everybody it it we don't know what it is they they did come out i don't know if you saw the movie Dinesh D'Souza. I actually hosted Dinesh D'Souza the night before his theatrical release. I got to do a show with Dinesh about uh, Two Thousand Mules. Did you happen to see Two Thousand Mules? I
1: saw a little bit of it. It's
0: yeah, so basically Two Thousand Mule. It was amazing that Dinesh gave us the night before his uh, his movie release. Um, but um, you know, um, Two Thousand Mules essentially they they follow all they geo track specific phone numbers to specific Dropbox locations and ping the same phone number going on this, this uh, a route in the five battleground states, and they say the movie's titled 2,000 Mules because all it took was 2,000 phone numbers worth of dumping, and they calculated the ballots, and they even have video footage of the same person coming at multiple times dumping at specific ballot boxes exactly when the geospatial tracking on the cell phones tracks them going from Dropbox to Dropbox, also stopping off at several nonprofit Democrat headquarters. And this is the movie. I, I encourage every, all my, you and all my listeners to, uh, to watch. I, I have watched the entire movie, so I can't, I, can't imagine,
1: uh, I can't imagine it's gonna be a, a productive use of our time to go over that. However, if you want to actually use that as evidence, once again, It's not that hard. It's not that hard to prove through an election audit, of which there were numerous ones, that the people, that the votes that were eventually tallied either tracked back to people who were living in the state and validly registered or not. Okay. So if, if they were, if they were validly registered, you can, through an audit, which they were allowed to do and track back the people. And this was a person who was alive, a registered voter, and they filled in their ballot uh, and signed it. And if they signed it, is there reason to believe or not believe that the signature was proper? This is all doable stuff. So if all you have is the geotagging, then you don't have much because you have to continue with the building the evidentiary record. And if you do, and by all means, with mail-in voting, there is a lot. Absolutely, there is a lot of reason for
0: suspicion. So you're basically saying that people shouldn't even be alarmed; they shouldn't even care, no, 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 no. as I, until I one person comes opposite. up and stands on the no, soapbox and says, "Here's the evidence. I got no, the evidence." No, 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 no,
1: I literally
0: just. And yet, said you didn't opposite. even watch two thousand mules. No,
1: I literally just said the opposite because I literally said, "If you're saying I'm saying that you should just throw your hands up and say there's no irregularities," I'm literally saying that irregularities are suspicious, as is mail-in voting, and need to be followed up and need to be investigated and an evidentiary record built. I literally said the exact opposite of what you accused me of saying.
0: So I, I want to pivot and go to LA elections. Let's do it. Um, Karen Bass obviously came, comes out of nowhere. She didn't come out of nowhere. She was up. Well, Rick Caruso was up for the whole week. Rick yes, Caruso Rick had Cruz a commanding lead. Commanding yeah, lead, a commanding lead from, and the then president. slowly, 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 as the elections get extended, Karen Bass keeps getting up and up and up and up. Finally, she surpasses him by five thousand votes, and then they're like, "All oh, the election's over. Karen Bass is the winner." No, they didn't do that. I, mean, I literally. All right. Speak so with, what did they do? I literally, because from Ra- my Russo's perspective, campaign. that's what it looks like. That's
1: what it looks okay, like they did. See, here's your problem: is that you're not doing any investigation past these surface trends and whatnot to understand. I literally speak with Rick Cruz's Rick campaign manager. OK, and who happens to be. A little are bit they closer saying
0: closer. anything about voter fraud? Are they suspicious yeah, no, about
1: they are saying exactly what I said? It is ballot harvesting. The Democrats absolutely 1000% engage in bullshit Mickey Mouse ballot harvesting right. to emphasize the collection of ballots over same day in person votes, which is how it, it, it should be same person in, in uh, same uh, in person, same day votes. That's That's how how it should be. That's how it should be. However, unfortunately, the rules do not support that right now. So do the Democrats take total advantage of those rules? Abso-fucking-lutely. Let me ask you something. You're a lawyer. This this is something I don't know. You asked the dynamic of why? Yeah, go for it. Okay. The people who voted day of, in person, absolutely favored Rick, as expected people who mailed in their ballots earlier in the cycle, which was the next batch which is the batch that has taken care Karen ahead of Rick in the race were expected to be pro, expected to be pro Karen because more progressives vote via mail, which is obviously the less valid you and I know it's less valid however, the rules still allow for it. So absolutely 1,000 percent they are gaming the system and taking advantage of the rules. once again, unfortunately, those are the rules and you want to know how i know because rick rick is not unaware of this rick rick caruso just spent a hundred million dollars on this
0: election do you think well, that's is- what i was going to bring up next was actually i'm very impressed that you know that because that's an impressive amount of money to spend yeah, so, on a so, mayoral ship compared to her here's what we're going to find out
1: over this next week okay rick when he when he lost in june when he was way ahead uh, uh, at the end of counting the in-person
0: votes. Right, I remember and the then, primaries and the votes yes, kept coming in and coming yes. and in. You and you then finally it. she won and they're like, oh, that's all the votes. Yeah, yeah, it is all the votes. You know why? Because the local
1: Democratic Party is very good at ballot harvesting and going around and trying to
0: collect ballots from low propensity you voters. You think that think that, the, that there's more voter fraud in Democrat versus and Democrat what, races than there are versus like Democrat, like Democrat versus Republican races? Too, there's voter
1: That's too broad. I'm telling you exactly how it works they literally go around and collect ballots from apartment buildings and uh, centers and homeless encampments and so you know what
0: rick did right they do the homeless encampments
1: yeah yeah so i'm telling you're saying fraud 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 i'm telling you exactly what happens that you are suspicious of okay so maybe listen all right so then i don't think it's a
0: combination of d all of the above with the extra cheat in there
1: um could there, there could be But once again, the idea that this is something that is not uh, that you cannot reveal. Who do you who do you think Rick's campaign manager is? Do you think he got a Republican? Do you think he got a Republican? I don't know who he is. He got a Democrat.
0: Okay, he ran as a Democrat, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. So she's like a part of the machine. dude. She's like she was chosen by what's her name? Wilson. What's her name? Congresswoman Wilson. Sure. So
1: Rick, in response to that, admitted after June, and he'd admit to uh, outs, uh, not in the press. Oh shit! I didn't know about ballot harvesting. I'm gonna have to go and fight ballot harvesting pound for pound. So what we're gonna find out this next week: Did Rick game the system better than they did, or did they game the system better than he did? Because he went and he put up a totally technically legal ballot harvesting operation. And those votes get dropped off day of. And those are the votes that are going to be counted this week. So what we're going to find out this week, did he ballot harvest better than they did?
0: See, I know that this is like a conversation that's going around America. I watch an insane amount of talk shows uh, on Republican talk shows. And there is like a lot of people who are saying that that the Republicans just didn't put out and you know like everybody and there is that infighting and Mitch McConnell did really f- fuck up and screw the pooch and really not invest anywhere in the, in the whole system but when you see in a place like LA you know when the anti-police candidates are winning in a time where literally they smash the window I don't even know a progressive that, that doesn't think that crime isn't a problem oh yeah I do I know lots of them you know progressives yes. in L.A. that think yes. that crime is yes. not a problem? Yes. That's impressive. Can yeah. you get one of those Adam, on my show? Adam, I want to me- meet like so, one of those.
1: This is, this is a cold reality I'm going to have to work with. You're going to have to wake up to. You think that there has to be fraud because there's no way that the voter base could actually be this stupid. I'm sorry to break it to you. They are. I know that's a, a, an unfortunate and demoralizing reality to, to accept. If you had any idea how many people in this city—they don't hang out where you hang out. They're not in your social groups. They don't. They do not believe that the progress, the, the current
0: progressives that run LA bear any responsibility. I know a ton of Democrats, man. You know, I'm like you do not I know like a ton of Democrat leadership. I'm all over the city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you do not. You know the leadership. You You're know right. The, I don't know. I don't know the pink-haired pussy riot. Yeah, yeah. you, you know you don't know protest. You don't know. Like, Here's who you don't, I don't know. know. Those people. Yeah, you don't know. I don't know the we, gender pronoun queers.
1: It. It. That's well. Unfortunately, they exist, and there's more than a couple of them here. I'm sorry to break it to you. That's true. Yeah, that's so a very valid queers, point. Do you, yes, and until you,
0: I'm sorry, I'm not trying to go after you personally. This is why God probably ended up destroying Stam and Amora. Yeah. Because there was really stupid
1: people that lived there. Your your perspective is unfortunately skewed because you are unwilling to accept that there are people who will stare at the facts as you know them to be true and completely disregard them entirely. That there are a massive, do you know how many women in L.A. are voting for mayor based purely on abortion despite the fact that the oh, mayor of L.A.? Okay. So that's so,
0: a big deal. I, I know.
1: I know it sucks. It's unfortunate. They're like a single
0: voting issue is abortion. And they don't even realize that proposition one is really partial birth abortions. Regardless, they like it was so worded. Did you see it when you went in to vote how they make abortion a constitutional amendment? But really, like the bill is allowing for partial birth abortions, like the baby's coming out of the vagina and they're like, I don't want it anymore. Let's kill it. How many people that voted do you think read the bill? Nobody.
1: There you go. There you go. So stop, stop disregarding stupidity as an explanation.
0: Well, I think it's D all of the above. I think that the campaign to dumb people down is a part of it. I think the, 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 the mono culture, university education system is a part of it. And it all bleeds into this, like, kind of like, you know, like let me ask. Even if there's a valid contract and someone doesn't deal to the, in the contract in good faith, you know, there's like a good faith clause in every contract. There's not a
1: good faith clause in every contract. There's a good faith clause in many contracts. There's an implied covenant of fair dealing and good faith in, that that exists outside of that that can be you know, utilized if, uh, if, if, if there's something that's not clear from contractual interpretation.
0: I still think that there is an element of voter fraud that goes into this grand equation. And I think that the in, that this system is so complex and, and there are people who are paid to know it so well. That, and they hope, they hope to God that they can cheat barely cheat, if not not cheat at all. But like when All you right, have in that case, in that, in that case, in Arizona, but I do think in that. Arizona, it's 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 Dafka cheating. And I think also Maricopa, because okay, so. you remember, like when the new guy, I forget his name, the guy, it was like six or seven months ago. Um, they had a special election and he like he came in the Republican guy that you were talking about. What was his name? He ended the investigations into Maricopa County. He pulled the plug on the investigations. He said it was like budgetary issues, why they were stopping. No, but it's
1: not true. They did a full audit. They did multiple full audits. I'm not talking about
0: the audit. I'm talking about the investigation. The audits happened before the elections were certified. I'm talking about the investigations that proceeded in Maricopa County for years afterwards.
1: There was was an audit of Arizona that was completed uh, earlier this year in 2022.
0: So by Arizona me. law, they have five days to report their findings. That it could be in terms they have of five the, days to report all their votes. All their they, votes have to be reported five days after elections. They, and that's why they, they say that they have this right to go pull out. They also mean, today is the sixth day.
1: They also in for the 2020 election, they conducted an audit. OK, it did not reveal the things that you claim would have been revealed in Arizona. OK. Arizona is not some Democratic-dominated uh, state. Maricopa County is a Republican registrar, okay? So, once again, they could have missed something. There could be a reason that that audit did not turn out the way it was supposed to be. If you want to say that Donald Trump, for instance, lost Arizona because- We're not on Trump.
0: Donald Trump, but let's talk about this election. Okay, this election. Uh, uh, there is a massive- uh, Harry DeLon- Lake and- cut Rick- Katie Hobbs. Yeah, okay. So- and. And, so uh, there, uh, and I Blake just... Masters. I, I was shocked at the Blake Masters thing. I couldn't
1: believe it. Yeah, I, I don't, once again, I don't know why you're shocked because he polled very badly, both in the polls and internally in the Republican party. The reason that the Republican- polled poorly he... with rhinos. Uh, okay. This dude was filling you.
0: stadiums with people. I,
1: I, I, don't, I don't know what to tell you, man. I know in, in, in the world that you want to live in, there wouldn't be any rhinos, but there are a lot. So there, you can just accept the reality. That while Blake okay. Masters. I, I got one for you. No, no, no. Let's just finish Arizona real quick. Because okay. he polled so badly internally amongst the Republican pollsters, Mitch McConnell did not direct funds towards that race, which was that smart? No, it was not. It was an absolute mistake. Nevertheless, that's what happened. Had Mitch McConnell direct, properly directed the money from Alaska, where he wasted a bunch uh, to Lisa Murkowski, to Blake masters, you know, you could, it's a counterexample. There's a counterfactual. We don't know. But that, I think we can both acknowledge that was a mistake. Would you agree with that?
0: I think that Mitch McConnell has produced mistake after mistake after mistake. That was oh, one. That was a mistake. correct. That is a big mistake. Lisa Murskowski is a big mistake. I would never give her a dime to begin with. Well, a lot of people. But the Republican that. Party wants to shoot itself in the foot regardless. They don't. They, the Republican Party wants to separate and distance itself from Trump. They don't like Trump. They are very unhappy. Mm-hmm. And it's not really about Trump. It's about populism. They don't want populism. It could be any populist candidate. It, okay. But it just so you're happened right. that you're Trump correct. was the galvanizing populist candidate. And they want a controllable demographic like the Democrats have. Okay, so kids in power are envious of the Democrats and how they have such a control over their voter base. So
1: you're, you're correct. Now, what do you do about it?
0: Before we focus on that, I want to I want to I want to I want there's I have one more topic yep. on voter fraud that I want to bring up and that's FTX. Are you familiar with all the FTX stuff Absolutely. going on? Yeah. So FTX for the voters uh, uh for I'm sorry, for the listeners, um I have a um basically is a cryptocurrency exchange and um they were pulling in billions and billions of dollars from all over Anybody who I mean I actually invested heavily in crypto, never into FTX, but they put in billions and billions of dollars into it from their cryptos um, and they were like skimming the top. but the real story that's breaking is that government was sending billions of dollars to Ukraine. the Ukrainian government was investing taking a sovereign position in FTX because you know I like countries do these sovereign positions in Bitcoin and stuff like that, like Venezuela and and, uh, North Korea and all those countries, those wonderful vacation spots, right? (laughs) So Ukraine, this wonderful vacation spot, invests so heavily into FTX. And then FTX, Sam uh, freed the CEO of uh, FTX, ends up being the second largest Democrat donor in the 2022 cycle. Let's t- unpack that one, Matt. Uh, yeah,
1: no, there is a guy who's uh, the the CEO of FTX was, uh, his family was wrapped up with the Democratic Party. And um, in all likelihood, uh, it, not in all likelihood, there were funds that were donated that were supposed to go to the Ukraine um, that were then cycled back um, from the Ukraine into ftx and those funds some of what you know it, it the guy the guy had billions of dollars at his height you know a certain portion of them went to the democratic party so yeah that's dirty money
0: and when we're talking about his height i mean we're talking about like he's how old is his kid like 20 something
1: 29
0: he's 29 and you know the story about his girlfriend right and the whole mit scandal with gary ginsler
1: yeah uh, his what's well, up with the gary
0: ginsler stuff
1: I don't even know if that it, it was. It, it, I don't even know if it caught enough people's attention to become a uh, a a, con, a scandal or controversy, but it should have been. Well, that's um, why we
0: have shows like this, because most shows have talking points. Avoid this subject as much as possible. It's like Epstein's Island type of a situation. I think that this story, this true. FTX story, has tremendous, tremendous. Deeper wells than even the public, e- even just on the surface, that it's like this kind of triangle, like Democrats using a uh, actual war to get money to come back to finance candidates. Um, yeah,
1: I mean, but then his number two, I think his name's Adam Salome, I mean, donated not as much to the Democrats as he donated, but he donated about 20 million to Republicans. So, I mean, it's super dirty and given hit the CEOs. Connections to the Democratic Party. I mean, yeah, they yeah, like Liz they,
0: Cheney. Maybe they, it's Liz uh, Cheney. I'd like to know what Republicans they gave money to. I'd like to know what no, Republicans no took money from them. I mean, e- either way, yeah. I mean it's they, I bet you it's what's his name, I patch McGee. That's what Alex Stein calls him. Who? Dan Crenshaw. They call him I, patch McGee.
1: Yeah, I mean, perhaps. the Warhawk. Uh, yeah, yeah, I
0: have to take that a guy look. was like dripping blood from his teeth. He's a Republican. He was like dripping blood from his teeth, wanting to sink them into Ukraine. Yeah, I'd like to know if I... he got any FTX money. Not difficult to find. I mean, let's take a look right now. I know that should be very easy stuff to find out. That's why I think this is like this is one of those like smoking barrel type of situations.
1: Ryan Salomon, not Adam Salomon.
0: I think this is one of these big, uh, you know, and and the fact is, is they it it collapsed the the Bitcoin market. So another thought that I had that's also being discussed on the Internet is that, you know, Gary Gensler and all these regulatory agencies, they wanted any reason to make a poster child out of a crypto thing so that they could come in and regulate and centralize the decentralized platforms. I mean, that's, so the question it, is, is, is there any kind of like, was this FTX thing like a setup, meaning that they knew they were going to pull the plug on it all along, pumped it up with billions and billions of dollars of Ukrainian money, made it like into this huge, huge thing, just yeah. so they could come back mm-hmm. later and say, see, this is why we got to regulate the, the cryptocurrency The amount space. of
1: money, while well, the amount of money cycled through in terms of the Ukraine through FTX was significant amount of money to me and you. It was nothing even close to their entire market cap or the entire amount of deposits. How
0: much was it? Their market cap was what, 10 billion they took in?
1: Twenty-six billion.
0: Twenty six billion was their market cap. Yeah. At the height. Was that in like twenty twenty one or was that cause remember like yeah. the last was fall how
1: everything kind of it was in twenty twenty one? right uh, 50 50 to 100 million out of even if it was 10 billion that it, was
0: when bitcoin um, was at sixty you you're saying that's
1: not that's not gonna that's not gonna sink it and i mean there's been 50 other drivers driving down the price of bitcoin i mean bitcoin's gone down about 20 to 25 percent since the ftx news so i mean it was tank- yeah
0: i know listen i've been predicting that our first episode we did a show on cryptocurrencies and i've been predicting from the very beginning bitcoin's going to a thousand bucks Long position shorts are the best play on BTC. Long positions, you got to be in it for months. For you, you know also Bitcoin here. took Bitcoin took a big hit on the night of elections. Did you see that? Dropped 2000 bucks from 20,000 to 18,000 on the night of the elections. And then the FTX news broke. it had already
1: dropped 47,000. I mean, that's not well, Yeah, I'm saying this on, this its not, down, on its path down, on its path
0: down to zero.
1: Then I'm not where I'm not quite clear on what you're you're claiming is to be the long position on Bitcoin if you think it's going to zero.
0: So you can you can long or you could short a crypto like you could long or you could short a stock. So if in in the leveraged markets, if you put a long position like a put on a on a on a crypto, you're betting that the price is going to go up, and you could have a leveraged multiplier effect as the price goes up so that you can make more money. So shorting BTC now is the only play to make. Shorting Bitcoin, basically when you short, you're putting a bet that the price is gonna go down and you're making the spread from the people who are betting that the price is gonna go up. It's like you're taking their money. It's like- a, in, So in you're, not, you're not
1: suggesting a long position on
0: Bitcoin. I'm suggesting a short position over a long period of time. Sorry, I see where you're head um, went. There we go. Short position over a long period of time. I think Bitcoin by 2023, February is going to be worthless. Thousand bucks. Everything is getting hit. Also, they're making way for like XRP and like there's all these new world order plans with the World Economic Forum and all sorts of weird shit. I'm glad we got to cover that FTX portion because, you know, the, the it's such a complex story and most people are so adverse to crypto because of its complexities that people don't want to talk about it. But behind it, is really massive, massive corruption, dirty money and foul play, especially when uh, you talk about-
1: A ton of people trying to walk, maybe they might not be any longer, but yeah, over the last two years, a ton of people have been trying to wash money through that.
0: And, and, you know, when you look at the Ukraine, we have $110 billion that have been sent to the Ukraine. $110 billion, Matt. And out of $110 billion, they say that 30% has made it to the front in Russia. A front against Russia. Yeah, that leaves I mean, leave uh, seventy uh, billion dollars to go to FTX and FTX-like companies. What they
1: should be—it's going somewhere, and it's probably not going to any worthy costs.
0: Right. Exactly. And this is what they want. And you know, also, it's important to that uh, that our viewers and and for anybody just tuning in, you are listening to the Adam King Show. You can find us on our website. At the AdamKingShow.com, and we're on every social media, every social uh, streaming platform at the AdamKingShow.com, uh, and the Adam King Show. Um, but for our viewers at home, uh, it's important to understand that uh, that what is the outcome? What is at stake in these elections? And at stake is the war in Ukraine and keeping the front open against Russia as long as possible. Um, You know, winter's coming in Ukraine. Do you pay attention to the war in Ukraine?
1: I have. I mean, depending, you know, uh, where
0: I fall on the scale of how much. It's my favorite football game I've been watching. Yeah. And uh, this is, I think, the real bubble, you know, And, and when it pops, you know, it could pop in several ways. I think that Zelensky could be killed by this winter. Winter's coming. There's no electricity. Putin's got five hundred thousand fresh troops ready to pour in tons of money from Saudi Arabia and China with these oil deals that he's been closing left and right. This dude is like set to conquer. And When's like, that gonna happen? what's that?
1: When is or is that not going to happen?
0: I imagine it's going to happen over winter as soon as the colder it gets in Ukraine. You know, like, it gets so cold that if you punch somebody wrong, you could break your fist and shatter all the bones in your fist because it's so freezing. I've been to Ukraine four times. It's one of the coldest places I've ever been in my life. Ever been in my life.
1: Why does that benefit Russia instead of the Ukraine?
0: Well, Russia is just, like, you know, sending these troops in. Like, they just, like, were sitting in their, you know, heated buildings, and then they go to the front. These Ukrainians have been on this cold front for a long time. Bitterness sets in, uh, desperation sets in. People give up the fight, and Ukraine doesn't have the steam the way that Russia's got the steam. You know, Russia's got money, they got they a way better weaponry, they got five hundred thousand fresh troops, and Ukraine's exhausted, and they got no way to keep the lights on for the winter in their towns. It's going to be and so that money and those
1: weapons that were manifesting itself seemingly over the summer that all of a sudden did not start did not yield the results over the past few months that they were expecting, what happened?
0: What happened to the weapons?
1: No, what happened? I mean, Russia's performance and Russia's advancements over the last few months have not been
0: particularly
1: uh, uh, particularly strong. So what's been
0: happening? I think Russia's been waiting for winter. They've just been playing the long game. Their strategy, he's so smart. He doesn't need to end the war now. He can let this war go on for five years before he feels it. Ukraine is like you see Zelensky on TV. He's like, <laughs> I saw this meme. Let's see if I could find it really quick. It's it's really funny. It's um it's from the last episode I think. So it's probably in that folder. But um, it was the the Powerball winner, and it's says, uh, you know it has the the mustache, and it's pictures Zelensky's face with the mustache, and it and it says um you know vladimir trotsky or something like that and it's like but that's where we're at you know that's where we're at with um you know like he's so desperate for money and nobody's willing to give it to him you know
1: certainly seems but well well, wait square the circle we just you just got to talking about how so much of this money is being given to the ukraine and cycled through that yet you're now saying that he's so desperate for money and, and nobody's giving it to him so which one is it
0: well, we just sent $400 million last week over there, and those are a lot different than um, the $400 million is a lot different than the $53 billion of payments that we were sending over for, there he is. Seems like a
1: lot of money. has been getting, I don't know, I guess the claim that, he, uh, that nobody's been willing to give him money, I don't know about that claim.
0: Well, $400 million in a war isn't going to buy you a lot, Matt.
1: I mean, yeah, it's, you know, in a silo, in addition to the $53 billion that we've given him before, it seems right. like we've given him. I'd like oh, to God.
0: know where all that money went.
1: I'd like to know Certainly, where. But I just, the claim that, that he needs money and nobody's giving it to him, I don't really see how that holds up.
0: Did you see that Sean Penn went and gave him his Grammy? Uh, yeah, Sean Penn's an idiot. That was so lame. He's like, after you win this, come and bring it back to me in Malibu. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, Sean Penn's a retard.
0: Yeah, dude, exactly. Which other
1: elections do you think were interesting this year? What's that? Which other elections do you think were interesting this year?
0: Ugh. well, I was very involved in the Mastriano campaign. He came on my show twice, Doug Mastriano, uh-huh. and um, I got to tell you, man, I had some harsh words for the campaign after they after they lost. It's hard for me, you know, like, it's hard for me. Up. I'll tell you something. It's hard for me being so intimate with the Mastriano campaign. I know that there's fraud in Pennsylvania, but it's hard for me to, like, be like, hey, you, it's not because of just fraud. Like, if he just showed up, I'll tell you, you know who Maj Tor is? Um, I heard the name, but I don't. The head know of Black it. Guns Matter. Okay. So he's a good he's a he's a good buddy of mine. And, and he go this dude like goes on stage with he with uh, Don Trump Jr. And he's like super famous guy. And we also had him on the show. And um and I set up Mastriano with with Maj because Maj is in Philly. And I said Maj is like a street prince in Philly because he is he's like has got this organization called Black Guns Matter. He teaches black people in the inner cities how to buy guns and shoot. Dude has like blocks locked up in Philly of of tremendous respect. I connect Mastriano with Maj Tour, does nothing with Majtour. How could you not even, you know, it it took me like a month to to get him to
1: call me. It did not seem to be a particularly uh, astute campaign.
0: If you watch our videos that we did with The World According to Ben Stein um, with Mastriano, the guy is so smart. He's so smart. He's talking about the Civil War and the Battle of Gettysburg and this and that. And you're like, wow, if this guy gets elected, he's going to know the Constitution. He's going to fight for it. And, and he was a Navy commander and all this shit. Mm-hmm. It's all bullshit. They hit me up after the campaign asking me to raise them funds so that they could go challenge the voter booth. And you know what I said to them? I said, Doug Mastriano is better off as a history teacher than a general on the battlefield because this dude lost. He used to be. He lost, right? Yeah. Oz beat him. Oz would have been a better governor candidate than, than, at least Oz showed up for the fight. So what why did you think that Mastriano was even there was a lot of claims about him being an anti-Semite and I'll drop the news here first. I'm not going to claim that he is or isn't an anti-Semite, but he was going up against Josh Shapiro and he had like this thing with Gabber, the CEO of Gabber. And I was like really intimate with the Mastriano campaign. There was a period of time we were speaking like every single day, Mm -hmm. every single day. And he came on the show twice. And he came on for me, not for Ben. And so um, when we were doing the shows, you know, we we kept saying stuff like, you know, like, oh, we know you're not in an, any." And he came on the show. I'm almost like to be token and say like, and, and Judah Friedman suggested, he said, take Adam and go through Pennsylvania with Adam. Adam will hook you up with all the Jewish people in Pennsylvania. Mm mm-hmm. It's like, that's a great idea. And he's saying this on li- these are live shows. He's saying this on live television. Thumbs follow up. Dude doesn't do shit. Starts getting called an anti Semite. They start coming out with pieces and in- newspaper articles about Mastriano. And I'm sitting here calling them out there. I'm like, yo, I'm your Jewish guy. I'm rolling with Maj, you know, who's like got Black Philly locked up. Like, give us some attention. The dude would like always talk to us. He would always talk to me. The the campaign was always in communication with me, but they never would accept a single one of my proposals. I tried to set them up with with very famous Jewish leaders in Philadelphia and throughout uh, Pennsylvania. They did not take a single introduction. Ben Stein pledged a max donation to Mastriano and the campaign didn't even follow up to collect the check.
1: So it seems to me, I mean, and that's takeaway, firsthand
0: evidential witness testimony right there.
1: Yeah, it seems to me the takeaway is that these guys who are good at your traditional talk radio, um, uh, at, at getting things kind of heated on talk radio or, you know, uh, uh, high attendance for red meat servings at campaign events don't really seem to have a skill set that translates more broadly.
0: You know he was also uh, uh, like a career veteran. You know, and to his service he it's amazing that he stood in this in in the in the battle so long and that he was uh, you know in the service for so long. I thank him for his service, but like I didn't even go into this military. I read Sun Tzu's Art of War and it's like, you know, common strategy is when you're being called an anti-semite, you call your Jewish friends. He didn't even have any other Jewish friends.
1: Yeah. So do you acknowledge that the, uh, that the strategic blunders continue to be made in the effort to explain to the voter base or to the, vote, the electorate at, uh, at large um, that strategic mishaps continue to be made in trying to explain fraud and, uh, and uh, irregularities in the voting record to people in general? Do, do you acknowledge that or not?
0: that there are that there are that like in these the, parallel the, stories that no. exist that kind of disprove the voter fraud narrative no that's not at all
1: you've got and there's no way a person of your intelligence could have interpreted what i said just now as that can you can you re-ask hard. the question the strategic it's not it's not just about saying hey here's fraud there's also about strategically explaining to people that there is fraud that there are irregularities what those irregularities are, and why they need to pay attention to them. And it certainly seems that, these, that from a purely strategic attempt, for, for purely re- analyzing this strategically, the attempt to make the case for voter fraud existing and the specifics about that
0: are not being handled very
1: well strategically.
0: Not at all. Okay. That, that, that I think you're I getting, think that you're Dinesh doing... I'll tell you another thing um Patricia Jackson is Dinesh D'Souza's uh p um publicity agent mm-hmm. and Dinesh came on our show he dropped this film right the film was incredible I really yeah. highly encourage you to see 2000 mules because they he basically interviews this company true the vote exactly. true the vote is an investigation uh, elections investigation company Mm -hmm. And they they use their geo tracking evidence to solve murders and to solve all sorts of things. And they say that their proprietary technology should be applicable to elections by tracing these mules who go from and and are dumping these, these ballot harvests or these fake ballots or whatever. And some of them were driving, they caught them driving from Pennsylvania to New Jersey and back and forth multiple times a day on the same bridge. You know, it was pretty substantial. But the follow through on on 2000 Mules, he went on like a speaking tour for like, I don't know, a month. Mm-hmm. Shit, if I made that movie, I'd still be talking about it. Did you see my movie 2000 Mules? Did you see my movie 2000 Mules? He's not on TV anymore about it. It's like a thing that happened in June and it's now over. There, there
1: seem to be uh,
0: continued repeating major
1: failures to make the case. For voter fraud. Why do you think that is when they have real good arguments at stake? Because they don't, because they do. I'm not trying to dump on you. They're doing what you did earlier, which is say, oh, oh, you're just not. Oh, so you're just there's irregularities and I don't have to prove it any further.
0: OK, is voter suppression and is voter suppression fraud? Which type of voter suppression is many different types. Turning people away from the voter booth. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, that, that's uh, well, that's a it's breaking the law. Right. Okay. Twenty five percent of the people in Maricopa County were turned away from the voter booth. Yeah. Yeah. So that's fraud. Well, you got what? Why were they turned away based on what? So there was all the okay. So I read a study about it. There was these paper ballots. They were 20 inches long. Right before the elections, they shrunk the ballots to 19 inches long. Now, in other counties in the United States, they also changed the size of the ballots, too. Like in Texas, um, in um, Clarkson County or something like this, they changed the size of the ballots. But they had additional ballots. Because of this, they overcompensated and made sure they had extra ballots. So because they changed the size of the ballots so close to elections, it's like they personally... It's like Democrats like to put... Democrats no, like no, to no, toe no, the line no, of the gross No, no, no,
1: but stick to the evidentiary record. Why were these
0: people turned away? I'm asking. Because they ran out of ballots. Okay. And, uh, and in another case, the printers ran out of ink to print the ballot on the ballots. Mm. Okay. So like the, it's all these things like where it's like, like so- you didn't have ink in your cartridges the night before a yeah. federal election. No, right. they're like and that's where gross negligence comes in, because a lot of Democrats use gross negligence like, oh, we may, we we were just idiots leaving 86 billion dollars worth of military equipment in Afghanistan. Yeah. We, we were just idiots. You know, they kind of try to toe this line of gross negligence as a way to say that they weren't doing something illegal.
1: Yes. Yeah, so uh, someone who went and made a case and mustered a case. With, because you can absolutely gather eyewitnesses. Okay, this isn't something that operated in the shadows like ballot harvesting. You can go and get people who experienced this dynamic, who went to vote and weren't able to vote, and didn't get to that. There uh, were not able to conduct their civic duty and exercise their constitutional rights to vote because there wasn't ink in the fucking printer. Right? You can gather those people and you can interview them and you can muster that evidence. Right? You can uh, you can look into who is in charge of that. You can look into who was supposed to uh, handle the the voting equipment and what that person's failings or malfeasance was, right? Those are the types of things that persuade people, mustering that case, mustering that evidence. The Donald Trump, hey, I won by a lot, shrieking on Twitter convinces nobody. The, oh, there were a bunch of irregularities. Oh, oh, you don't just believe there's a coincidence. That argument, that trope, convinces nobody i'm interviewing I think it would- a person i'm inter- you interview a person who went to the went to vote and was unable to because the, the printer ran out of ink that is persuasion
0: right so i actually on election day i was getting these videos left and right and i was sharing them all on instagram and i got censored on instagram they took all the videos down mm-hmm. instagram took every video down of this happening And uh, and and I got shadow bans and then my posts are going to like two to three people on Instagram, on my stories and all and all that stuff. And so now, now you have
1: now you have a very friendly party at another major social media platform named Elon Musk, who is now being very accommodating to arguments that on other platforms and even on Twitter previously, you got censored.
0: Twitter is now becoming a place where. Is you- that your uh, is that your preferred uh, social I, media?
1: No, I, I you know I have a bigger following on on Instagram. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but so and, censored.
1: You know, I've been I've been shadow banned. It was very easy. I talked to my friend who's at Instagram, and he said, "Oh yeah, you know a couple people reported you for bullying. I'll have them remove those strikes." All of a sudden, I wasn't shadow banned anymore.
0: I, I, yeah, you could it- sell that, dude. You could sell that access. Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, it would. You could more, sell that
0: uh, like a blue. You could sell that like a blue uh, verified check mark five years know, ago. I would, sell, I would have to sell
1: it to uh, the the person who works at Facebook and Instagram would have to be on board with that. I think he's been more uh, accommodating to me because he knows that I've been unfair, unfairly targeted by the content moderation team, as opposed to you know he agrees with me otherwise. Right. Um, if you want to spread. These, if the things that previously got you banned, um, whether it be information about the vaccine, about uh, election irregularities, um, you now have a far more friendly voice at the top on Twitter in Elon Musk than you've ever had on any social media platform. That's true.
0: You think so, he's going to bring back Donald Trump and all those people?
1: I think he won't bring back Donald Trump because Trump has already communicated that he doesn't want it anyways.
0: How could you do that, though, to a sitting president, though? Like, wouldn't it just be like kind of like respect out of the office to like at least make an account for him and reserve it to say, hey, um, we're we're not here to to ban a federal.
1: I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be if uh, I would not be shocked if Elon, you know, allows Trump to have his account back. However, I don't think I think there's a strong case that he won't because Elon knows that he's going to take a lot of heat. Right. So if Trump has already said, I don't want it and screw you and I'm on truth social, then the cost benefit doesn't work out for Elon to take that heat to give an account back to a guy who already says he doesn't want to use it, even though if he gave it back, Trump would use it.
0: Trump wouldn't use it, but I think it would be for people like me. You know, not just Trump, but also Alex Jones, Owen Troyer, all those type of people. I would love to see you know cuz then it would show people like me that he is coming here for free speech he is coming to, to I mean,
1: it's undeniable to kill the that to be,
0: to quote It's Game undeniable
1: that he, are, he already has been and it's undeniable that he is going to be uh... he's
0: definitely changed the conversation i think things like ftx and stuff like that are breaking headway because there's more of an ability to talk about them
1: well, you are not going to be able to there is no way that you're going to stop the, the, the facts around the FTX thing. I mean, it's just all over in 50 you know, different categories of Twitter communication funnel um, in terms of will Elon Musk uh, in, in taking a major social media platform. And some might say the primary mode of communication where people get news um, election information, where the political conversation is crafted, taking that platform and releasing it from the suffocating grasp of a ha- uh, uh, highly um, liberal and censorious uh, uh, employee base and putting it in the hands of Elon Musk, there's undoubtedly that that is going to be helpful to, uh, to conservatives and to Republicans. And I expect that to actually manifest itself at least a little bit by the next election. I don't think it's too soon for that to manifest itself. Uh, um,
0: are we it, fucked in the next two years? um i think so because i think that donald and how fucked do you think we are
1: um well i mean in the over the next two years in terms of the operations of government i mean so listen you know uh, obviously say what you want um and and lament lament the lack of a a red wave but there's the the republicans took the house they did okay well we
0: don't know it hasn't been called yet
1: um even the people who would be qualified. okay
0: let me ask you a question if they announce democrats took the house then are you going to start saying okay this. No, I'm, um,
1: already, I'm. I'm already suspicious. I just, I just
0: know that
1: people. I'm already suspicious, but I just know that without actual hard evidence, if you don't have that, nobody takes you seriously, nor should you anyone. Yeah, take
0: but it. if we are suspicious, those of us who are suspicious can lean in and empower those who actually do want to do the footwork to no, you get you it done. Already, and, no,
1: no, that should have already happened.
0: Okay, in Arizona, are you familiar with Harmit dylan I yeah. might be mispronouncing your name. Okay. Yeah, the constitutional well, attorney, uh, Harmie Dillon. Okay. She's always you, on Fox. Yeah,
1: yeah. You have her and a ton of lawyers with their nose deeply involved in those Arizona elections overlooking everything. Yeah. So if with that amount of focus and attention and the time and the money put towards keeping a, an, an incredibly watchful eye on what's going on in Maricopa County and, those ele- and the Arizona elections, um, if that doesn't yield any evidence you've got problems if you're going to say if you're going to say we know that there was fraud okay um, and with that amount of oversight with that many lawyers and with that many dollars put towards watching this you better you better instead of lamenting this and just saying oh fuck everyone who doesn't acknowledge that there's voter fraud you better look internally and say whoa how if how are we what are we seeing the lawyers that are beholden to us and loyal to us and we're paying, what are they not finding? If they're supposed to be the watchful eyes here, what are they doing wrong? So you got to do that. Everyone's got to do that. And we can say, oh, well, you know, they did it. You know, this happened. That doesn't, there's no value to that, okay? There's value to installing the oversight mechanisms, using them to compile evidence. And if they're not compiling evidence, understanding why not? Everything else is everything else is people just uh, stroking each other off. Everything else is pe- people masturbating each other about how we're so smart and we're getting fucked. That's my take.
0: Well said. I think that they there's uh, I I was a big fan of uh, Upton Sinclair's The Jungle, growing up, and that was one of the books that shaped my early mind, uh, high school mind on politics and how things get done in america and sure and um there was always this scene in the jungle that um really shook me to my core and it's uh you know when the for the readers it's a book on the industrial uh complex in america and you know people's rights and it's almost like a like a a a call to unionize in a sense but it goes into the union lords and um uh, but there's a section in the book where where it's election time and like it go it goes extensively into how they stuff the ballots. And and in, in, I think it was like 1929 or something like that, that the book came out and they go extensively into um, like voter fraud of the 1920s. And you're like, wow, it's like so intricate in the book. And when I was younger and very impressionable, uh, that really stuck with me. And so I think it only has become more sophisticated how people do cheat. I think that I
1: think that, um, I think I think that these in elections,
0: for example, like they still, mail, they still mail they still mail you know, mailing ballots to every single American is like, a, you know, like yeah. but they don't. They do that in certain states. They do they that use, in certain states in so certain for instance, states that they need to lean specific ways. Okay, okay,
1: so so first off, if you go and look at Arizona. Arizona was Republican controlled for God knows how long, okay? The current laws in Arizona around voting and why, people, why they emphasize mail-in voting were instituted under Republican governance, okay? And it's because they, the McCain supporters, the McCain campaign wanted to be able to scoop ballots from elderly nursing home voters who they, it was tougher for them to get to the polls.
0: Right. I so, do think in Arizona, was, we're fighting the ghost of John was, McCain.
1: Sure. If those rules are now being used to your detriment, you got to figure out how and why. If not, everything else is window dressing. Everything else is a waste of time.
0: You know, we're running out of time here and we're going a little bit over. And as long as you don't mind, I, I don't mind uh, furthering the conversation. I wanted to ask you if you if yeah. you paid attention to the Lexalt race in Nevada. Uh, a little bit. Yeah. So he ends up he was winning big in nevada and all the way
1: no he was winning by a little he was up he was not winning
0: democrats slowly 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 overcame him as soon as they overcame him they called the race for the democrat but the governor's race the governor of nevada was republican and won that and i'm not saying this is evidence matt don't quote me saying this is evidence because i know how you feel about that but this is definitely cause for speculation when, uh, for speculation? when in such a parallel, a, a, paraly, a polarizing election that in specific races that you're, you're going to tell me that down the ballot didn't happen when the more when the more famous candidate was Lexalt. Uh, yeah, I mean,
1: that's a, That's a strange result. Um, and there's similarly strange results in New York where the Republicans, I mean, New York is a deep blue state top to bottom. Why did Republicans do so well there?
0: And also, why did John Fetterman score higher than Josh Shapiro? Yeah, you know, there's a lot on there are a lot of John Fetterman beat Josh Shapiro. Yeah. Yeah. And the weirdest stuff, they I forget the host on MSNBC. I don't watch this show so much. Uh, but I wouldn't waste it- any
1: great sales watching any MSNBC. I don't know why you stomach that.
0: They're sitting at there's five of them at the table and they were saying, how about Fetterman for Biden's VP in 2024? And they were talking about this like, Are you fucking kidding me? Like,
1: Yeah, well, Fetterman, uh, one, I'm sure in Philadelphia, they did uh, they did all the ballot harvesting that they were able to do.
0: I don't think there out- was any voter fraud in, in Fetterman. Here's Adam, here's where you go. You think they need the voter
1: fraud. You don't realize that they can win based on the ballot collection and harvesting. You think they need to do more? They don't. You think Karen Bass needs needs to go
0: and actually? No, well, they people. don't. And they, they don't. take advantage. They this this yeah. is their strategy. Their strategy for elections is exclusively ballot harvesting. They don't show up to debate. They don't show. They don't do a rally. Yeah. They do rallies from their basement with seven to ten people. They they don't come out on the campaign trail at all. They don't interact with the voters. I mean, it's yeah. like this. The, I,
1: I know it's it's a clown show, but they, once again, you're saying
0: it's legal and it should be.
1: No, I'm saying that you need to. But accept- once
0: they get control of the legislature, no, you, you need to. It's you need done. You'll never be an election again. No, like, how do you break this ahead. chain? You, how do you, you break need- this chain when they control the legislature and they're like, if you don't like it, rewrite the rules. But in order to rewrite the rules, you got to win an election that we cheated on. Yeah, you
1: are. You're going to have to go in in pennsylvania if the republicans want to win they're gonna to have to figure out what ballot harvest themselves they're gonna to have to have, instead of pretending that it's still 2012 and that you just aim for the uh, uh maximized optimized turnout on election day they're gonna to have to go identify their voters identify places where they can go and do ballot harvesting and they need to go fucking do it
0: you think ballot harvesting could go to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court can intervene and say that thou harvesting um, is not no. that horrible. I mean, I,
1: I, d- I doubt it. If it was going to, it would have it already. Um, and sometimes, in some places, it's not going to be enough. But if you're doing it just like the McCain Republicans did it to the Republicans' advantage with the elderly voters at nursing homes, okay, Republicans in, in, very, in places where there's very thin margins, like Arizona, need to go and
0: do it better you might not be you might be cooked in in a pennsylvania you might be cooked the bottom line the take home is we need to investigate all these places please somebody step up and investigate it for us because we're not going to do anything because we're too busy going to work
1: the people who do this for a living and it's a lot of people okay they don't seem to be doing it they have to yes they have to overwhelm inner city urban democrat machines that are very good at this this we're going to find this out in la this week we're going to find out if rick caruso with his private funds in that time from june through september was able to stand up a ballot harvesting operation good enough to counter the ballot harvesting operation that the democrats did we're going to find that out this week and to anyone who wants to win a similar election in the future You have to go and figure out how to ballot harvest, at least within a certain deviation as well as the other side.
0: I figured it out. I figured it out. You know how you get like these stupid mailer ads, they go directly to your mailbox. You need to have a mailer ad, a little, just a little flyer with a QR code that says, re-register to vote. Click this box if you want voter harvesting. I'm not if you entirely want,
1: sure if that's legal or not, but possibly.
0: They click the box. Well, if Republicans start doing that, you know damn well Democrats are going to come to the table and be like, we got to end this bo- voter harvesting. This is not good. You know, Democrats. You get you get Donald Trump to give a to give a campaign speech and and sit there and register people to vote and do voter harvesting right there at a campaign speech. And voter harvesting will be over in the United States in 10 seconds. That's probably the best plan that the Republicans have is just to get Donald Trump behind voter harvesting.
1: Uh, Yeah,
0: you're you're not incorrect. They'll win. They'll win because everybody will give them their votes and Democrats will want to end voter harvesting. So it's a double win. There you go. I'm that's the soundbite for our. That's the soundbite for our audience. Listen, this was a hot show. I want to. I want to lighten the mood with some <laughs> memes before we call a. We we call it a. A because I got this funny one that I just got to put up on the screen. I just need my yeah. audience to see this meme. Here we go. My next song is called. Please don't cut my dick off because I like the color pink. Wait, who is this? It's a kid. Oh, got it. Yeah, it's yeah. It's just to me. Can you see it on your screen? No, I can, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah it's, uh, that's unfortunately how things work these days. Some fucking, you know, some little kid plays with a doll and all of a sudden, time to take him to the gender dysphoria clinic.
0: I know, right? It's like, what is going on with our country? And then I want to put up one more meme and we'll end the show on this meme. This is probably one of the best memes I think I have seen in a long time do you have a, do you follow sister Shanti on instagram
1: no i don't believe so
0: this this she's got the best memes man this <laughs> what a fucking yeah, year it's this been a lot.
1: well that's it you know what's his name uh was it lenin there you know decades where nothing happens and then there's weeks where decades happen exactly exactly matt where can people find you um, they can find me primarily on Twitter and Instagram at uh, Matt Polinsky, M-A-T-T-B-I-L-I-N-S-K-Y, and uh, my podcast, The Prevailing Narrative. It's available on Apple, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart. Um, typically Thursday, not necessarily every Thursday. You know, as you know, we're we're busy guys, so try to pump one out once a week. But sometimes you do every- one every Thursday. I don't do one every Thursday. You try to. Try, yeah it's uh it's at, it's either each week or every usually it's about a three to two so three yeah. every two so that's okay.
0: i appreciate you hopping on last minute to join us matt that you know in the in the podcast world you know what it's like to lose a guest at the last minute oh, yes uh, but is. but I, you have to come back because i like the uh I, for a minute i felt like we were like uh, andrew tate and jake paul like stepping in the ring like that's
1: how you get to truth bro you, you gotta, gotta fight
0: yeah you know i was watching the mail. I'll end on this i was watching i'm going through the matrix series again to you know get stupid Uh high every night and sit there and watch the matrix to entertain myself so i uh i'm watching the matrix 2 last night Mm -hmm. reloaded and there's a scene where neo goes and fights with seraph you know the when he's gone his way to uh, the oracle and seraph and neo's like he's like that's enough and neo says what was that for he said i had to know that you were the one (laughs) <laughs> and you could have just asked me and Seraph says you do not truly know someone until you fight them Yeah, there you so, go. so that that is where truth comes from you fight for the truth Absolutely. you argue you put your belief in the battle of the arena of ideas and the best ideas win and that's what carries the public debate so thank you rigorous,
1: for rigorous analysis is how we do it
0: thank rigorous. you for thank you for uh, putting in your uh, your opinions uh, thank you to our audience for coming and tuning in every single Monday and Thursday. You can find us at the Adam on every single streaming platform at the Adam King show. We are on every social media as the Adam King show. Please reshare this video. Join us again Thursday and we will have Matt again soon. Thank you everybody. Stay tuned. I guess. All right, there we go. Yeah, I'm supposed to leave the recording on. That was a good show. I like it when it gets tight. That was the, the most. It was good.
1: Yeah. You know, we didn't get to that many elections, but whatever. We had bigger. Fits to ride.
0: Well, there's like heavy. Each election is heavy. What I, I really wanted to cover some other elections. You know, we if you want to talk, we, we do a, sometimes a post show. We're still recording. If there's anything you want to say, we could put I it mean, in like a admittedly. I
1: probably got to got to get to some other stuff. But yeah, no, you know, whatever. I mean, I just uh, people. What
0: are your top three? While we have you, of what necessarily? Top three elections. Oh, um,
1: I mean, the Arizona and the Nevada ones you got to keep, you know, you got are, are of significant interest. Um, then I don't know. I don't think it's elections, it's just it's, it's these dynamics, right? I mean, there's so many dynamics where there's clearly a couple very Trumpian candidates who severely underperformed. Um, but, you know, and then the governors that he decided to shit talk all did super well. Um, but then, you know, you've got a J.D. Vance who still did very well um, that he supported quite a bit. Um, you've got, you know, the weird dynamics with Mitch on not supporting Blake Masters. And it probably would have been enough to get him over the top. Um, and then New York where, yeah, you know, it, it, it's it's tough to say. You got Lee Zeldin, uh, got Twenty points closer than any Republicans gotten in a generation, but was that just because Hochul is such a fucking retard? But then he zeldin shows if you're a good candidate and you're smart and you are articulate and you have wide appeal, that appeals to a lot of people because he dry, he got good results in that state. Republicans, congressionally, did very well in New York. There's no denying it.
0: Yeah, New York was. I, I get really suspicious when they just the moment the election's over, they're like they, they declare the uh, the candidate.
1: Which candidate
0: in any candidate? California was like yeah. this. New York was like this. They said Ho- the, immediately after the election ends, they they, they declared. They, look, they used to again. they used to do that all
1: the time. That's
0: how it should. No, be. I mean, at 801 when they they didn't, you know, they
1: didn't announce that for Hochul. At yeah, they,
0: no, I knew some they did.
1: Yeah, because he's up 28 points and, you know,
0: given the percentage of people who turned out. So Hochul was the most, of, Hochul was the most offensive to you? Yeah. That was the most offensive election to you. Interesting. Well,
1: no, not most offensive. I thought it was in spot what? He, it, Lee Zeldin got 20 points closer than a Republican has in years. I mean, it just shows you that in that state, if you run, even in a blue state, if you run a good candidate who's not, we don't have a lee zeldin in california we don't have his his analog
0: so i heard i heard this amazing thing on a podcast the other day democrats they are so good at accepting anyone into their tent if you join the democrat tent you could be pedophilia tranny anti-government black lives matter everything under one tent republicans their tent like if you have one flaw they don't want to be with you.
1: Um, I mean, you could speak some Democrats who would say the same thing. But these days, because of the Trump non-Trump divide in the Republican Party, the split is more pronounced.
0: Split is very pronounced and Republicans don't want to support anybody. It's not Republicans. It's establishment versus the party. The party clearly is aligned with Donald Trump, without a doubt. I mean, DeSantis got such huge backlash for all these moves that he was making with donors.
1: Like who? Black backlash from
0: whom? Uh, from, from the. You know, I'll tell you. Uh, Roger Stone, Alex so Jones, Trump Steve Bannon. From Trump people. So
1: which which yeah. people that are not? Which people that are not in the it Trump causes world.
0: a divide. DeSantis went after the Romney donors.
1: Okay, so once again, who is not who? That's not a Donald Trump layer one person got mad at Desantis.
0: Who is not a Donald Trump layer one person? Sean Hannity
1: it is not a layer one. It is in layer one.
0: Who layer one? Which layer one person got mad at Desantis? Well, that's what I'm saying. Trump's layer one is all the is. is listen, Matt. It, you know, if nobody, you're going Alex for an Jones election, and, uh, have- Alex Jones and Roger Stone
1: aren't getting anybody elected.
0: Okay. So I, are you kidding I, me, Alex? Alex Jones brought Donald Trump to the White House. Yeah, that was twenty sixteen. Alex Jones is the cool. largest yeah. media yeah. person in all of America, right? Yeah, now. and and now he's done, and now he's fucked at least for I a few years. So. Yeah, he's absolutely fucked. So I think he's going to be worth. People. I think his net worth is going to be. Pe- I don't know how it could be. You're, you're, I don't yeah. know yeah. how but, it but, could see, be. This is it. Why are you
1: not being rigorous in
0: your dissection? You go. I don't know how it could be. You I know. Hold on. Rigorous. I don't know how it could be. That he could get sued for 2.75, that well, they're trying to award $2.75 well, trillion dollars for saying. Well, Cohen. he did. Well, he did. He's going to go into bankruptcy. Just accept it. He already did go you into bankruptcy. Like it. You might not like it. Free you speech systems like is already in bankruptcy. You might not think it's it's legit. No, but he's, but he's, he's going, going to sue. Probably. They are appealing the case. He's going to sue and yeah. he's going to so win his, big.
1: His, his, the dynamics of 2016 that the Trump guys that you guys keep on wanting to hold on to, you might have to accept that those dynamics are no longer at play.
0: No, they are. They're the only things at play,
1: yeah, ok. I, I keep on going with that.
0: Look at the only people that talk about the war in Ukraine, Alex Jones. Ben Shapiro uh, finally comes out and says he was lied that's to not about enough the- to win
1: elections. It's not I, sorry. you
0: still you're won. talking about winning elections. Won. I'm talking about the you're real issues won. that you're people still, okay, care but about. You
1: could, but you say you can go about the real what you consider to be the real issues, okay? what 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 it comes down to who who is who wins? All the other shit is window dressing, sorry. I'm sorry that this is reality, but this is reality. You can keep on lamenting that people don't care about the real stuff, okay? They're not going to. So on the stuff they do care about, how do you win? That's all you gotta be thinking about. I'm sorry, Adam. I think you're wasting your time of focusing so much on stuff that you know is the real stuff going on that that does not make its way into the mainstream. You need to be able to win on mainstream issues. Abortion. Huh? That's my, yeah. You need to accept that voters don't want to, that voters are, are, are fucking not thinking about the abortion issue, and this hurts Republicans. That You have to accept that the Supreme Court decision hurt Republicans. You might not think that's the right way for voters to react. You might think that it's illegitimate. There are a bunch of single women who wouldn't have cared to vote, but because of abortion, they went and voted. That's not my opinion. It's not how I want things to be. That is reality.
0: That's a My, fair suge-
1: say, My suggestion is that you play, not being a dick here, you need to go a little bit more towards the playing field of what uh, of what reality actually is, as opposed to here's how things actually are. Uh, uh, here, here's the real story that people, that 93.5% of the population is just not paying attention to. They're not going to. You have to win on the stuff they're paying attention to. Just do Something for you to chew, to chew on? Uh, my constructive input.
0: You know what? I, I appreciate it. It's definitely uh, food for thought. I do watch these videos where people go like to Venice Beach and they interview random people and they say, how many states are in the United States? And people can't answer the question. And those people are voting in the elections. You, you might know, have so- to win You might have to win the type of woman who didn't really care that much about Kathy Hochul,
1: who isn't much of a dem lib in general and was going to sit this election out, but was so spooked by the Supreme Court decision that they went and voted because
0: of that. You have to win those people. So we need to be ballot harvesting. All we have to do is ballot harvesting. No,
1: it's one of it's one of the things we need to do. It's what what, Rick I'm, I'm telling you. Rick did not notice that he got ballot harvested out of a win in June. Okay. He noticed. So either he did it himself or he's going to lose.
0: But the elections are already showing that they're already calling it for her.
1: No, these were not that they're not calling it for her. Okay. There's 62% of the votes counted. This is the, in the next, the not the next batch is going to go to her. Okay. His campaign manager told me, he's like, yeah, the next two, three batches are going to go to her. Why can't they
0: count all these in a day?
1: I don't know what you want me to tell you that, once again, ain't how the world I want the world yeah, to I be. Get,
0: I get that. But how am I supposed to sit here and take anybody's word for it that I should have faith in these systems? You know, like city council races are still not called. City council uh, yeah, races. Yeah, listen. There's like 150,000 votes they're to count. Why can't they just count not gonna, them?
1: Whatever they're doing, they're not going to be defrauded enough for Tracy Park to lose in Venice. She's going to win. Will they do it? Will they do it in, to Rick?
0: What do you think about it. Luna? That's not. over.
1: Oh, 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 He crushed
0: Villanueva. This
1: is not even close.
0: It's going to be a dark day for LA, man. Uh, if Rick doesn't pull it
1: out, oh, we're in trouble. He's would the you, only. Would he, you like, leave LA? Uh, not anytime soon, but uh, you know, it's it's not.
0: Uh, it's not looking good. Tracy, I, le- right I now, left LA. Did I tell you? No. Where are you? I moved to Simi Valley. Yeah. Yeah. I got a huge, huge fucking house. I live by a farm. I'm farm to table. I've been farm to table since February. I'm living the life, dude. I I can walk from my house to the equestrian center. Yeah. No, I get it. I got a one o'clock. I got to get
1: on. But uh, let me know when this is out so I can tweet it. You know, give it some love. It'll
0: be out in like 24 hours. Okay, cool. Let me know. All right. Thank you very much, Matt. Have a wonderful day. See you soon.